Hello, this is episode 160 of the Provo Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Riley. This episode is on what is the purpose of education. I think this might be at least take 1,000 of this question for me. I know I've recorded podcasts on it already. I think it's probably a question I ask myself daily. Trump took one good action, but you have to question the motivations. And that was the idea of employing skills rather than qualifications in the White House. On paper, that actually seems like a cheering moment, but our perceptions of education have not changed. I feel pretty chuffed when someone is esteemed as Gloria Steinem includes a typo in their Instagram post, and I had to sit on my fingers because it's not polite to turn someone else's social media account into a war zone, but I really wanted to rant at the spell checker. And if I did, their response would probably be, but I just wanted to make sure that she didn't look bad, to not be judged, and wanted the post to be perfect, without a flaw. But in order to have that reference point, you have to be judging yourself. Why does it matter if there's a typo when someone puts out an amazing post on the humble beginnings of an amazing man, John Lewis? But there's always been a blueprint of literacy running through education that's about status, not achievement. So I'd love in that moment, if we paused and asked, why do we need to correct someone else's post? Why do I need to do that? Why do I want to? And a defining moment for me over the last few weeks was a Trump supporter standing at Rushmore and screaming at a native person, go home. And I worry that this perception of education and status and literacy and intelligence still remains. And so that moment where you have a new policy put into place that allows people to be employed on skills rather than qualifications, I really have to pause and ask, but have we really changed our perceptions? Will we really see that person as educated and capable of the job? Or is it just a loophole being created? And is that person's mistake at Rushmore a lack of education or something much more profound? For me, the purpose of education is to not stand in front of people and make judgmental statements, to not feel better than anyone else. It's to have more choices to make, to have more knowledge to make them with, to pause before you rant on someone else's social media account, to think about what's really happening here. I wrote these lines about two years ago now in the first book I wrote. We get confused about the differences between school, education and learning. School is a routine handed down from the Industrial Revolution. Education is experience or experiments in living. And learning is the knowledge you need to do any task. If it's wiring a plug, sailing a boat, or translating poetry to express feelings. To put this into context of where we are now, where we all want to rush back to normal and open the schools, and to pay vast amounts of money for online tuition, to carve out a path. There are also now massive environmental reasons why we can't just go back to an outdated industrial revolution model. It's long past being the in-revolution. Even Montessori was developed as a form of childcare in Italy. It's hardly surprising that it's taken that road rather than one of child development. 
So what do I wish? Now that I have the opportunity to do that, what do I wish the purpose of education to be? The creative people would just be creative, to look for unofficial internships, to learn in enjoyment, that it's okay to balance that with another income in order to fulfill your passions. It's called living. I wish, of course, there was more funding so to make it an easier road. But often those sidelines that I've seen even my own teaching team take up provide the substance for their passions. In Ireland, we're a country of craftspeople and we're letting that die. There are such inadequacies in the apprenticeship scheme and I wish those would be seen in their full glory. It's currently killing the trades positions in this country. It's glorified slave labour. And very often, with no end in sight. I've worked with many students over the years who have never got to complete an apprenticeship. They've often been bounced from area to area and left without being able to go up through the stages of the apprenticeship properly to qualification. I wish that the business-minded people would just get on with it and stop worrying about pieces of paper. There are people I work with every year that would be brilliant in setting up a business or fantastic in sales and marketing. You don't need a piece of paper to do that. And in fact, I often recommend for many people who wish to start a business for them to study something else that then will become a viable business. I wish universities would be accountable for their progression rates. How many people study such a difficult career path and never work in them? There are so many top courses every year that people qualify from and they hate them and they never want to work in them. If you're stuck in no man's land now, there are many creative courses that will take people on through a portfolio. And I often suggest that people do a portfolio course instead of an exam year. You don't have to go to college at all. Online learning now no longer is competing with the snob value of universities. Everybody's having to learn online. And there's nothing to prevent you looking outside of your own country to do that. There are many courses open to everyone. There are many modules you can take and add credits up. There are nearly a thousand students in Ireland outside the system this year that the government are refusing to grade work. And often the people that I work with fall into these categories. These people need to be thinking beyond this country. The advice that I give everyone is to do what you're good at, what you enjoy, and to be as different as possible. And as parents, please stop shoving everyone through this rat race. And yes, there are others who've realised that there are opportunities within the environmental wave. And some of the students that we work with have left the system to pursue interests in that. If you decide you need a piece of paper, it's often easier to go back. But it's often impossible to reinflate your crushed dreams and confidence having failed education. Only it's not education, it's school that you have failed. And there's an education in that action. That's why many of the most successful people have dropped out. It's extraordinary how many people I admire who don't have formal education starting out. Some have gone back, many have never bothered to, and some have done something minimal in another area in order to get started. And finally, I'll note that my only concern in all of this, the whole tapestry of education changing right now, is that we're going to miss the element of finding yourself, that aspect we go to college for. Even the opportunity to meet like-minded souls, to find your tribe, I always said I learned more in my extracurricular activities, such as student politics, university working groups, policy writing committees, than I ever did in a lecture hall. 
But I shared a wonderful article this week from the Huffington Post called Meet the Generation Changed by Lockdown. And I thought it would start out and it would be all the milestones that Generation Z have missed. But no, it was all about what they've done instead. And I thought, no, the world has changed. Now with the internet, it's possible to have that connection I learned in college, which had nothing to do with my degree, and to find yourself. That's still possible in the mix of everything that's happening right now.